What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 76 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I am your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? Not a lot. We played our draft league match. Um, we had, we managed to get paired week one. I blame Evan. I know it was randomly <laughs> done, but I blame Evan. Yep, it was randomly done on stream, and we still managed to get paired. And then NG and Captain Oro, the heads of DPEC, managed to get paired. I actually didn't um, know that. That's there was great. an Italy versus England match that got paired up because that was the most recent summer. Uh-huh. Thing and everyone was making a big deal about that. Um, yeah, so we played our match. It was a lot of fun. It was um, sweet. Real close, right down to the wire. Um, um, I know you brought uh, Curse, Fire Punch, Lax, and like prepping, I'm just like, well, I feel like I literally can't bring Scizor to this because of the fear of Fire Punch, Lax. <laughs> yep. Like, if you ever max that in front of Scizor, it's just dead. Yeah. It's like, I. it does not matter what I put on Scizor, it's dead. Yep. Um, so if you just want, if we can just hop right into it real quick. Yeah, um, sure. I have so, my team pulled up right here. Mine's sitting here on showdown as well. Mine's on my phone, unfortunately. Same. I did approximately zero prep games. Same. Um, you brought. I think I have the six I anticipated you bringing on here. I do. So I anticipated. Um, Lax, Mimikyu, Dotler, Mandibuzz, Sneasel, Cradle. Ah, so you were got about half. Yeah, uh, but like Dotler also can easily be replaced by Musharna. Not really surprised by that. Um, I was really hoping you would not bring the Electrotypes, and you brought both of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was you, hoping to dodge one. You brought both. Yeah, you drafted Braviary. Like, that's the majority of your strategy right there. Plus, your water type is quillfish. Yep. So I'm just like, I just need to, if I just bring both electric types, I have nothing to worry about because he's going to want to bring quillfish. He's going to want to bring braviary. Uh, and I just, it just, it just wasn't enough. It was close, though. Um, ended up having, like, Mandibuzz, Elmolga, Lantern, Musharna, Snorlax, and Mimikyu. Uh, your your six I actually called right on the head. I had yep. Umbreon, Tangela, Blaziken, and then it was Alakazam for like imprison stuff, Quillfish for Intimidate to slow down Snorlax, and then Braviary just for like speed control yep. and be annoying. Um, I feel like my sets were a little different than what you anticipated. Um, the Quillfish set was really cool. That's the only <laughs> one I really really like. Like threw me off for a minute. The rest of them were pretty much on par with what I was expecting. Um, I would like to thank Poppy for that. It was kind of a mutual idea to just come up with it because I'm like, well, I really like the idea of like intimidate things and like I could run like weakness policy Blaziken and do like Aqua Jet things. I'm just like honestly that feels a little lackluster. Um, even though like I was very dependent on uh specifically Blaziken and uh Bravery as my Dynamax targets. Mm-hmm. Just like if it's not one of those two maxing, I'm probably losing. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just like, well, we'll slap Life Orb on. Was not expecting um, knockoff. I was expecting, like, foul play on Mandibuzz. And so uh, I also had knockoff on Tangela. So just like, all right, no one gets to play with the items this week. <laughs> <laughs> items don't matter. Um... I almost also brought Thwacky, which also would have had knockoff. 
Uh, I prepared for both grass types, and I called correctly that you were bringing Tangela because I had overcoat, mandibuzz, and goggles on my Mimikyu. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, I also brought the Toxic Stall set for Mandibuzz. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get minimized, but I also am just much more bulkier than you are. Yeah. Um, I, you know, also triggered, uh, I expected life, like when, when you Dynamaxed it, I, I expected Life Orb, uh, Musharna. And so I'm like, all right, well, I feel like that's the big threat, but it's, especially since it's under trigger right now, I'm going to just go for a knockoff into it, try to get rid of its item. And then it was policy. I'm just like, yeah. hmm. That's that's not good. <laughs> yep. Um, unfortunately, I forgot that I had an H.A. Musharna shiny instead of a regular one because I tried to shadow sneak my own Musharna. Yep. That was the goal. And I was like, oh, yeah, until that, I can't do this. Like, uh-oh. Um, which, it was fine. You activated it for me. Yeah. And then the game just got stalled out from there. Um, I really needed... I think had I got exactly one more miss with Quillfish, it could have taken over the game, like, single-handedly by itself. I I also expected you to just, like, switch out of Leech Seed on Musharna, and you're just like, nah. Nah, <laughs> nah we'll stay him. It fine. did its job, but I don't need it to do anything else. Yeah, and I guess that's the thought process, too. It's like, well, if you switch out, you also lose your, your weakness policy. Um, so, like, that's obviously not great for you. Um, because then your damage output is significantly worse. Mm-hmm. So, it was very interesting. Um, end of the day, I was able to pull out my two wins, and that's... Yep, that's all that you needed. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take it. It was it was a super sweet match, and, man, it, it literally came down to just... Stalling. Rolls. Yeah, just stalling it, it, just stuff literally out. literally a roll. I know uh, you had one game where your Musharna lived on, like, Three HP yep. after after left over. I mean after uh, leech season. I'm just like, why? <laughs> I get another turn. That's all that matters. And like that same game, my quillfish twice was like five HP away from being able to make a second substitute. I'm just like, well, you're reason, not helping me. <laughs> the reason that one's that that's not on yeah. me. You yeah, you you just literally ignored it and well, it was I, just I like couldn't hit it. Yeah, I just couldn't hit it. Um, tried to multiple times to take it out there after that first sub and then it never got to it. Then you got to do a second one, but then you just gained the same amount of HP back. So you're going to be at the same yeah. spot every time. So yeah, the the two times that you did hit it were uh, to break substitute and then to KO it. Yeah, it's like I needed literally one of those to miss and it would have been fine. But yeah, uh, yeah, real close games. Uh, we didn't record any of it just because we had a had a we've had a long day today yeah it was it was a, a super long day and let's see we recorded showdown this morning i had a bunch of things i had to run and do this morning i had um, to record a deep dive today i've been i've been up since like six yeah which for my day off is absurd yeah Nor- normally i'm in bed until like eight so i'm just like nah we have things to do gotta go then, run around and yeah and then we had recording to do um, I was going to try to record another laddering so I can, like, stay on top of those, and I wasn't able to, so now I can do two tomorrow, and then we had this today, and now we're here, and, you know. Yeah, real, real busy people. Um, but yeah, Draft League's been a lot of fun, been real Agreed. exciting. Agreed. Um, excited to try again next week to get a win, and I wish you luck on your hopefully potential top cut run. Yeah, for sure, man. 
Um, I believe we're doing five rounds. Yeah, because we're at twenty-two players or something like that, so it'll be five rounds. Cool, cool. So you can you can win out and yeah, I can still make it, and then I'll lose in top cut because that's my luck. <laughs> now your team your team is very balanced. Just abuse the heck out of it. I mean, now that we don't have to worry about playing each other anymore, yep. we can actually help each other again. Yep. That's that is the hardest part. Like it's always us. Aaron and Angelo, and just like we messaged in our group chat this week, it's like, all right, well, we're not telling anyone anything. Good yep, luck. <laughs> yep, we're going to just work on it ourselves. We're not going to pull anybody else into it. But now that that's done and out of the way, we can actually like help each other again. I sent, uh, I sent Aaron the pace this morning. I sent mine to row. It's like <laughs> I've already locked it in. You can't convince me to change anything. Here's it, and he just he messaged me back. He's like. What the hell are you doing with this quiltfish? <laughs> so, Ro asked me about uh, Lantern and the copycat of Mimikyu. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, I get to do Musharna protect, like, Max Guard with yep. Trick Room and do that fun stuff if I need to with copycat. And Lantern survives everything. Like, Lantern is it just a wall. Is a wall, yes. And they, they did their jobs when they needed them to, but it just wasn't enough. I just didn't have enough damage output. I feel like um, had I brought Thwacky, Lantern would have been less annoying. I still survive yep. all that stuff. I made I unintentionally made sure I survived yep. all of it, um, which it was really weird. Is this like one ninety six happened to be like the perfect numbers for certain other things? It's like just in case something had earthquake and like Blaziken, so I survived Max Quick and all that. It also just happened to be the perfect number for two fifty two Adamant Miracle Seed Grassy Glide on Grassy Terrain, where I survived that all the time. So what you're saying is you're dead to choice band. Yes. Got him. <laughs> um, but then you're not Eviolite and then skin. I mean Then then yeah. then Snorlax gets to pick you up. Yep. Which I know um you like game one you went curse and then like fire punch my tangent it does like <laughs> I'm just like Oh we're fine. <laughs> and then I curse again. And then I punch it again and then No, I do no, more. you t- uh yeah, you punched it and then you hit me with knockoff to take away my Eviolite. I'm like this is dead now. <laughs> <laughs> dead weight. Like this is gonna take. This is gonna rage powder, so it can take one hit on its way out and give me a free switch in. <laughs> yep. Uh, the turn you rage powdered, I had already doubled into that slot anyway, like, to hide perfect. the fact that I was overcoat. Yeah. Because you weren't you weren't exactly sure what my ability was yet. At the time, it hadn't come up, and then uh, I had Rockfall on Blaziken and Braviary, and I don't think. Uh, I think the game where Blaziken went for Rockfall, it picked up the KO. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, oh, that doesn't tell me anything. Exactly. And then uh, it wasn't until game three where Braviary was able to uh, set up uh, set up sand. It's like... I lived on five. And... It's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. And, you know, the worst part is I debated going for, like, Knuckle into your lantern that turn instead. Mm-hmm. And then going for the Rockfall to just, like, guarantee the KO. Like, but then he could protect, and then he's going to be annoying. And then he get leftovers recovery. It's like, nah. <laughs> nah. We'll just, we'll just KO it now, and then it lives. And it's like, oh. <laughs> you know, the worst part is... Since I seriously debated running Synchronized Umbreon, just in case you had, like, Toxic Stall shenanigans. Um, I was on the fence about Immunity Snorlax for the same reason. (laughs) 
and then uh, slapping Lumberry on something just to make sure I wouldn't have to worry. About I was it. I was scared of Lum uh, Snorlax just for like incidental like Will O' Wisp on Blaziken or something just absurd like that. It's like all right, well now that that's not an issue. As soon as I you know knocked off and hit the the Agbot Berry, I'm like, all right, we're golden, we're fine. <laughs> like that means he's belly drumming, and then you go for curse. I'm like, that's much worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had body press on the Snorlax too for Umbreon. Yep. We were ready for it. And it's just like, ah, oh, I just get to press curse all the time and I can do all these things now and he's going to think I'm belly drumming. I'm not. <laughs> yep. Did a, a very solid chunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I think the one time you clicked belly, uh, you clicked uh, body press, you were plus two and just like chunked Umbreon. I'm like, oh, this is real bulky. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we were max defense 244 HP. But relaxed nature. We were we were very bulky. Then I hit you back with a foul play, and it's just like, oh, that also did a non-zero amount. <laughs> not not a lot. But... Yeah, not like what you were expecting from a plus two Snorlax. Well, I mean, at the same time, you are plus two defense too. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, draft league is fun. I have genuinely enjoyed this season so far. I think my team is great. Yep. Dude, I, I still think your team is highly underrated. Oh yeah. Yeah, my team does a lot of cool things that most people probably aren't going to be ready for. Yeah, you are going to have a good time in the X and 1 bracket. Yep, going to go run them. Oh, what else we want to talk about today? That was 20 minutes, I think, on like just Draft League alone. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> um, the initial idea for this week was to talk about like up-and-coming Mons in... Series 10. I was going to say Series 8, and I'm like, I know that's not right. <laughs> no, we're in 10. <laughs> no, the worst part is like... Um, Game one, I Dynamaxed first, and it was, like, pretty late in the game. It's like, Haran hasn't Dynamaxed. I wonder if he realizes he can. Lantern. <laughs> like, oh, that's a fish. <laughs> Big lantern. Um, that is a very large fish. Yep. Um, but, yeah, we were going to look at uh, Pokemon that are up and coming in Series 10, things we may not have noticed right off the bat are starting mm-hmm. to become popular. Um, a lot of them tend to be poison types, so we'll probably talk about a bunch of poison types today. Uh, just kind of just hits the nail on the head that Xerneas is really, really popular. Yeah. So you got to beat sure. it. Um, I know the first one that really gets my attention that's starting to see a little play. I know Eek's played with it beforehand, before today, put a video out on it a while ago. It's Toxicroak. This thing, uh, yeah, Fakeout's really good. If if you didn't know, Fakeout's really good in this format. Uh, Dry Skin makes it a very good partner for, like, uh, Kyogre. Also makes it a very good Kyogre answer. Um, just being immune to water types is really, really powerful. On top of that, obviously you then are weak to fire type attacks, but I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, you're you're not seeing Sun right now. Uh, what Sun teams you are seeing are like Torkoal teams, and you can just like double into it with Fake Out plus whatever, and then it's KO'd, and then you don't have to worry about it. Do we also get Sucker Punch? That's the big reason we're seeing Toxicroak come up in power right now is because, one, we answer Xerneas really well. We have Fake Out and Poison Jab just to deal with it. Uh, the other big thing is we get access to Sucker Punch for Calyrex Shadow. Which is surprising because, like, looking at it here on Picolytics, it doesn't even have Sucker Punch in its top five. And I think that's actually pretty criminal uh, like, obviously, Lokic is going to do a lot to things like Zacian, uh, and is a neutral hit, which is fine. But, like, Poison Jab, Gunk Shot, you're obviously not going to hit either of those into Zacian. 
Uh, it is cool to see, like, Gunk Shot and Poison Jab. I have a feeling it's just because people can't decide exactly what they want. Um, I have a feeling that's probably based on, like, the damage output they expect into Xerneas. It depends on your set. Like, if you want a more bulky set, but you don't want to invest a ton in the attack, like mm-hmm. the most common set here is only 92 EVs, you're probably running Gunk Shot on that set, just to get that extra base 30 power into whatever you're trying mm-hmm. to hit. Um, whereas if you're a little bit more attack invested, then you don't have to try and run the gunk shot. You can run the more accurate poison jab and do that stuff. I really like ring punch as a move on this thing too. Just to be able to do just a little bit more extra recovery. One of my favorite things about AV mons is trying to like have drain punch or some kind of recovery move. That yep. was, uh, historically that's something I've done in like draft league with like Scrafty. Like, yeah, sure. We're slow and we're going to be able to take hits, but. At the same time, I'm going to have recovery, which is not something people are going to anticipate. Yep. Um, which I did the whole deep dive on Toxicroak uh, Friday. If you want to go check it out, iCard is above us somewhere in the top corner. You can go watch that and then come back and listen to us ram about some other Pokemon. Quagsire sticking up. It's not at 0% anymore, Carl. I love it. Our boy. Our boy is starting <laughs> to get some play. Um, they don't know the set. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know the set. Anywho, uh, Quagsire is another one that starts, like, the water ground. I was just lump all the water ground types together that are seeing play. Things like Swampert's taking it up, Quagsire, obviously, Gastrodon, things like that. Um, all the water ground types are doing really, really well because, one, they usually can are bulky enough that they can stand in front of a Xerneas and not have to worry too much about it. Uh, and in the case of Quagsire, you have Unaware, so you don't even care. It's just like, sure. You you spent a turn doing nothing. That's that's honestly something that's just absolutely great about Quagsire, and I don't think nearly enough people realize it's just unaware is a stupid ability. Oh yeah. What other mons in this format actually get unaware? Um, is there actually anything that's quote unquote good? Um, unaware. How many of these can you name? Clefable. No. Okay. Oh, it does. Okay, yep. cool. Um, there are four fully evolved bonds. Quagsire, Clefable. <laughs> I'm blanking on the other two. Uh, Swoobat? Yep, I knew that one. Pukamuku. I should have known that one. Yeah, I knew Swoobat because I played Swoobat in Draft League and I knew that one. And Cosmog. Yeah. <laughs> Cosmog has usage, man. Uh, unfortunately, it still doesn't take the it doesn't take the neutral moonblast from Xerneas, so <laughs> no, it's so bad. Um, so you slap an Eviolite on it. But yeah, so like the, the water ground types are seeing a lot of good play right now, just because they wall Zacian uh, pretty well just by hitting it with ground type coverage, and they're also just like resisted hits for Behemoth Blade. What I love is when people are on Discord and they're like, "Hey, does anyone have a cool water bomb for me to play right now?" Immediately, you and I are both on there just Quagsire. Like, Quagsire. Have you listened to the podcast in the last month and a half? This <laughs> is all we have talked about. <laughs> just just play this Axolotl. Don't worry about anything else. It's the best water ground type you can probably play right now. Um, oh, these poor people who are playing Scald. Yeah, they don't Like, know. I get it, but... Um, we are, if, for those that may not know, we our set is Yawn, Protect, High Horsepower, and Recover. Yeah, high uh, Horsepower is able to... Two shot Zacian, I it believe. Two hit KOs uh, Zacian, non bulky Zacian. Zacian is a 
four hit KO back on you with its best move. Yep. It's like, okay. <laughs> and you get to do, like, if they're like sacred sorting you, it's like, whatever. Okay. Like, you're still a two hit KO versus a three hit KO from sacred sword. Like, and if they close combat you, you're much better off because you just get the high horsepower and you can actually, I think, get a pretty close roll for an Oko. It's, I think it's still favorable for them to live, but I think there's a chance. I can't remember the calc. I, exactly. I would have to go in and plug it in, and I'm too lazy to do that. But most Zacian don't run that anymore. Just they just run Sacred Sword just because it's not lowering your defenses while yep. you're sitting in front of scary Pokemon. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and for you know, if they're uh, just continually to to cycle out and Incineroar against you, you're just like, all right, well now I'm back to neutral, so. Yeah. Let's see. Looking here. Here's one that I've noticed. It's another poison type, unfortunately. Uh, just out of the blue. Just thinking about it. Uh, Nihilego. This thing's really powerful, man. When Incineroar is very popular and Xerneas is very popular, this thing is a powerhouse when it gets to do its thing. Yep. Um, It's fairly fast. Like, base 103 gets you to 170. I think once. Four? I don't remember. It's Garchomp is one sixty nine, so I think it's one seventy on the dot. I think you're right. Yeah. Um. So it's just you outspeed almost all your problematic Pokemon. Um. If you put something scary alongside Nihilego and they draw attention to that, Nihilego just gets a free Meteor Beam and just starts to snowball from there. There was a a game last week with Laddering, um, where it was like Nihilego versus Naganadel, and it was just like. And no, it was it was Celesteela. And just like, alright, meteor beam you. I'm just like Ow. Ouch. <laughs> that really hurt. Please stop. Don't do that anymore. Um we did I know during that showdown we talked about how you could be modest and still outspeed um Xerneas. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately this set is timid, so you do get the speed boost, which is really unfortunate. Mm. It's like uh, that game, I had KO'd something before the Celesteela came out. And I think, had I been plus one special attack, I could have one-shot them. Probably. It was... I did, like, 65% to them. So it was really close, but I'm sure it was pretty favorable to KO. And then, like, my Naganadel doesn't go down, and then I one-shot their Torkoal or whatever spared next to it. And it's like, alright, cool, this game's over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nihilego is another Pokemon that's starting to see a little bit more of it, just because when Xerneas is popular, these poison types become more popular, and just incidentally, there's just rise in usage. Um, My big complaint about Nihilego is you do not resist Rillaboom. So, like, it's... Grassy Glide is a problem. It is difficult to switch in on, but if you time it appropriately, then Rillaboom is no longer a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, unless they are like AV and they're like, oh, well, now I'm sad. <laughs> I didn't pick it up. Well, dang. <laughs> and that's, that's when, uh, you know, they get scared and they switch out into Incineroar and you go for a Meteor Beam and one-shot them. Like, alright, cool, you're no longer a threat. No longer a problem. Um, other Pokemon that I've noticed, uh... I would like Entei, please. I was about to say, I want to lump all of these, uh, legendary dogs together. They've... Entei, Suicune, and Raikou, Raikou a little bit. Somewhere. <laughs> uh, but mainly Entei and Suicune just because of 
the resistance to steel and fairy types. Mm-hmm. They're very powerful. They get to do roar things and snarl things. Uh, Suicune gets access to Tailwind. Uh, Entei gets to do like assault vest, extreme speed things. You still hit like a truck. Uh, a lot of the times you get you have ground coverage and rock coverage on Entei as well. Um, Suicune being a water type with just these weird random like Tailwind, icy wind and speed controls. Cool. The big thing about Suicune. Um, is because you do resist steel, you're able to switch in on like behemoth blades, which is obviously very good. Same with same with Entei, but the big thing about Entei is it threatens they shoot back. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you're both immune to intimidate. That doesn't really mean anything for for Suicune, but all three of them are also uh, immune to fake out, which is another big deal in a format dominated by Rillaboom and Incineroar, where you're able to just continuously pressure your opponent and force them to interact with you. Or you get punished by fake out, mm-hmm. or you're gonna get punished regardless. Uh, being able to just say, "Okay, I don't care," is a really good feeling. Um, plus, Inte, you know, just lines, like you were saying, lines up really well in this format where Nation's really popular, Xerneas is really popular. You're able to uh, either take resistant hits from them, or in the case of Nation, also just hit it back. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't one shot, you just get a potential burn from Sacred Fire. I'm not personally a fan of these, like, scarf sets that have been running around for Entei. Scarf eruption, bang! But, like, <laughs> is it even fast enough? Uh, your base 100. What does that get you to? Uh, 167 times 1.5 is... 2... 230-something? Uh... Yeah, 234... 232. Pretty sure it's 234 sounds right. I know we've done this math before. Yeah. 250. Oh, it's higher. Okay, I was about to say, because you get a bonus of 83, right? Yep, 250. So, yeah. So, I mean, you're still not faster than Eliki. Well, obviously. You never know. I had to check. Um, If I remember right, the benchmark for Eliki is you gotta get to... 186. Uh, that sounds correct. At plus one. Let's see, 186 times 1.5 is 279. Yep. yep. Or 139 at times two. Yep. That one I do know because Tailwind's really good still. Yep. Um, like we mentioned, Tailwind on Suicune. Tailwind, uh, it's really, really good. Uh, the Pokemon that get it aren't seeing as much play. Like, I'm not seeing as much Tornadus and Whimsicott unless it's, like, specifically Kyogre. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whimsicott both, both of them on... pair very well with, with Kyogre um, I know I played with Talonflame Kyogre this past week and it was fairly fairly consistent mm-hmm. um, as of now I've only reported two of them but I think they both went 2-1 yeah. like the games I lost were pretty close and I probably could have won had I just played a little tighter but I'm also in that point where I'm just like perpetually stuck in Great Ball <laughs> Or when it comes to Unite, perpetually stuck in great tier. It's like, dude, I just, I can't. I just can't go anywhere. I'm stuck. Stuck in the great tier. <laughs> like, because, you know, I'll win, I'll win one, I'll lose one, then I'll win one. So then the next video, I'll win one, which will give me just enough, and then I'll lose on back down to the very bottom. I'm just like, great. This is my life. Yep. 
who needs Master Ball anyway? All the yeah. cool teams are in great tier. Exactly. <laughs> um, you get all the tryhards in Master Ball. Um, moving away from these uh, dogs here, I want to talk about Stack Attack. It's something we didn't rate too highly because we thought Urshifu was going to be a, like, a defining force in this format. And I mean... We were kind of right. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, water one is doing really, really well. Yep. Uh, the dark one's kind of not showing up because Xerneas is everywhere. I am a huge fan of these uh, bulky water Urshifu sets that are running around. Mm-hmm. I think they are phenomenal. And I do not think enough people are playing with them yet. These like mystic water sets where you just don't have to invest into attack and instead you can just be... Just a little fast, and then the rest in the bulk. Yeah. And because you're adamant, with no investment, with a Mystic Water, your Searching Strikes still just do a ton. Yeah. You're you're literally sacrificing basically zero power, but you get to live basically every hit that comes at you. Yep. Um, so, in that extent, Stack Attack, I think, is still going to be held back a little bit by that. Just because, um, you know, Water Urshifu still hits you like a truck. <laughs> the the trade off is it's like water Urshifu's weak to Rillaboom. That's Rillaboom's very, very the common true. pairing for stack attack. I'm assuming a lot of the time here. Uh, Rillaboom, I'm sure. Yeah. Does it have a restricted here? Because I've seen this a lot next to Lunala. I've seen it next to Ho Oh, uh, Calyrex. Yep. Interesting. Gotta have your Xerneas answer on I mean, your Calyrex team. It makes sense. Like you have you have Ndidi, so you're able to get Trickroom up easier. So it might as well be with Calyrex as well, so you can then do psychic terrain things when you need to. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Stack attack is fine. You're also playing a physical mon in a format dom- dominated by Intimidate. So like, if there was going to be a physical mon that you wanted to play, this would probably be the one because you can just body press stuff. Well, not not only that, but you also pair extremely well with Incineroar because. Now you just get to abuse your well, base 200 and something defense even more. <laughs> yeah. Like, who needs investment when nothing is hitting you for any amounts of damage? Yep. Um, I know people were talking about it in the server a little while ago about uh, safety goggles. Uh, stack attack just answers everything. Mm-hmm. You can't be put to sleep. You don't have to worry about rage powder. You get to just gyro ball into Xerneas and take it out no time flat. They don't even have to do anything for you to take it out at that point. And you can run body press if you want to do damage to Incineroar and stuff like that. So, you know, we were um, talking about it a little bit earlier when we were doing the showdown recording. Um, I was playing Aegislash with safety goggles. And I said, I'm like, man, if I'm playing against Xerneas, I really, really wish Iron Head was, was gyrable. Yeah. Like, that's like the one thing I don't like about this set. Yeah, and then you ended up playing Xerneas. I'm yeah, like, I honestly don't know if I can bring Aegislash here just because I don't think it does enough. Which is weird because I feel like that's what it's there to check. But you also had Volcarona. Yeah, you had Volcarona on that team. Volcarona was on the team. Yep. Which is like, well, this is really awkward because I'm safety goggles, but if you lead it, you know what to expect. So you're just gonna attack into Aegislash. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. And this awkward, you know, cat and mouse game of what do I do this turn? And more importantly, what do you do to counter me thinking I know what you're doing? <laughs> you know that I know that so you I know. So I had to know that you know that I know that you know. 
All that, all that fun mind game crap. I hate it. <laughs> That's literally the worst part. And I always overdo it, and then they just make the simplest play. Mm-hmm. Is that thunder? Yeah, it's raining. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> um, let's, let's see. Here. see. Um, Do you want I've... to talk about this imaginary Pokemon? I mean, Shedinja's annoying. It have a way to beat it. Like, I mean, that, what what else can you actually say about Shedinja? Oh, here we go. It, it gets people because they don't anticipate it. So, I don't know if you saw the thing on Twitter where it's just like three high-tier matches like of the Master Ball. Every single match had two Milotic in them. Milotic versus Milotic, Milotic versus Milotic, Milotic versus Milotic. And so... The, the big thing here is you get to just, you can either A, run the AV set and be uh-huh. bulky in front of Xerneas and not care about it. You resist everything from Zacian. You get to run Skull and you can burn Zacian if you need to, if you try to and just whatnot and stuff like that. Um, the other thing is you get Haze. Mm-hmm. So you can just remove all the boosts your opponent's trying to go for. Because that's what I feel like Series 10 starts to feel like. It's just like, can I boost faster than you? The and answer see, is it's yes. It's weird because like the previous formats is just like, Alright, I clicked my super effective tech and now I have weakness policy. You're dead. <laughs> Thanks for playing. And now it's just like, alright, well I'm gonna set up Geomancy, which is, you know, it's same weakness thing. policy on crack. <laughs> it's the same thing. Um, yeah, it, Milotic's starting to see an uptick in play. It, it, it's kind of cool. It's just like Incineroar answer and... You can event, you can survive Rillaboom, or you can survive Regieleki. You get to answer Landorus. I, my big concern is that big word you said. You can live Rillaboom, or you can live Eleki. I actually think you can live both with AV. I I don't know if I actually believe that. I can find out real quick. Because Rillaboom hits really hard. Yeah, just damage count. Let's find out. Milotic. Three low boom. Um, it's grassy terrain. Like, we can get to where we can survive that fairly easily. We literally just have to... Uh, I mean... Sure. You can take a little out. Alright, so minimum you need... Is is 68 investment into special defense... Into defense with bold. Okay. And then we can just slap on a B... Then we get to check Regilecki. Ah, yes, Regice. Yes, Regice. Yeah, but see, that doesn't have an item. I need you to put choice specs. On. Well, usually it's <laughs> it's Focus Sash. Yeah, true. That's why it doesn't matter. But I'll put Magneton for you, and you still survive. That's still not choice specs. Uh, I don't even think choice specs can get there, bub. We're gonna get there. Now I need you to change it to modest. <laughs> yeah. So then we can get out. I'm going to get there, Carl. 
You forget, I still put points into special defense. It's still a roll. <laughs> this is stupid. I hate this game. I can fix it to where it's no longer a roll. This is stupid. I don't want to play this game anymore. Ta-da! I stand corrected. Like, I knew Milotic could get there because I've tested for this before in, like, Series 9 uh, because I wanted to play with Milotic and it just it never lined up well. Um, but you could definitely get there. And, like, if they electroweb you, you get your competitive boost. Yeah! <laughs> Which then lets you... If you go to plus two, that should pick up a KO, right? I don't know. Yeah! Okay, cool. Yeah. I assume so, but... Against Alecky? Yeah. Now, how much does, uh, like, AC Wind do to Rillaboom? Especially if we're plus two. Nowhere near enough. Nowhere near enough. Yeah. But, but that's fine. Like, no. that's, like, we're not playing Milotic to beat up Rillaboom. We're playing Milotic to beat up Incineroar. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. You're dead to fake out Grassy Flight. <laughs> I mean, if they're doubling up into my my melodic, and then I get to do with whatever on my other threat that I have Actually, alongside it, fake out does minimum twelve percent. Grassy terrain heals one sixteen. Uh, I think you need like double mineral, and you can live that. If I'm doing my math off the top of my head correctly. Uh yeah, if you get double mineral, you live. You live a hundred percent of the time if you get double mineral. Yeah, off of. Uh, Fake out plus grassy glide. Okay, without terrain boost. Okay, cool. Or uh, terrain recovery. Yep. Neat. Yep. There you go. Milotic can survive its two weaknesses in the format, and answers Incineroar really well. One or bo- uh, one or the other. I still feel like you're really dead to both. You, if they if, lead if both, you're in trouble. If they lead both, concede. <laughs> yeah, run away. <laughs> if you see both on their team, you should probably not bring Milotic. <laughs> yeah, that's the thought. Um, what else? You talked about Talonflame. Talonflame is something that I think is kind of underrated right now with just like priority flying moves with how popular Rillaboom and Serena are right now. Um, like. I'm not sure how much Brave Bird does into most of these Rillabooms, but I'm pretty sure Brave Bird does a decent chunk into Serena. It it chunks them. It it definitely chunks them. I would have one shot a uh, a Venusaur had they not been Koba. <laughs> like who runs Koba in this format? They do apparently. I was concerned. I want to see. Yes, Ralts. Those are the calcs I'm worried about. Hey, can can just pick it up. Cool. It's a roll, but is well, it that's good? that's it's, sharp beak. It's a favorable roll. This is sharp beak, but uh, like, who needs to be timid when like plus speed when you can just go boop? Adamant sharp beak. It's a roll. Adamant is uh, that's not a very positive roll. No, but it's a roll. Yeah, and. It's not like this thing's doing anything back to you. Oh, for sure. It it looks at you and goes, oh, that's sad. Please stop. Get away from me. <laughs> Please go away. Um, Anything else on here that is criminally underplayed? Oh, 
Dragapult. <laughs> so Dragapult makes me laugh. It was at one point one of the most played mons in the game. Uh-huh. And now it is under 1% usage. Yeah. Uh, it is starting to trend up again, though, which is kind of weird. I'm not sure exactly why. I know the Discord was talking about it before, and I've seen posts on Twitter and on Reddit and whatnot about Dragapult being the secret OP again. I'm just like, I'm not sure why. You're like the fourth fastest thing in the format. And that's not counting the priority moves in the format. It's also not counting the fact that the Pokemon, one of the Pokemon that are, two of the Pokemon that are fast, you can hit you super effectively. Yeah. And then the other one just is Regilecki. <laughs> yeah. So it's just But like, at least you're clear body, so you can't be hit by Electro Webs. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. You can't be hit by drum beating. <laughs> I mean, you can, but you don't get the stat drop, so that's yeah. okay. Get them. Um, Who was it? Someone on, on Discord today said they lost a drum beating Rillaboom, and it made me laugh. <laughs> it's like, you know what? They deserve it. They wanted it really bad. Huh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything, anything that stood out from like laddering episodes or things on teams you've seen? Um, Naganadel has been pretty good this week. Yeah. When when it is good, it is absurd, and I think finding that that perfect spot for it is what's really important. Um, end of the day, I think it can be very powerful in this format, especially. I think if you do go modest and are spec to just outspeed um, Xerneas, the problem is, is you know, obviously Xerneas is typically paired with redirection, and to be able to pick up the KOs that you want, you want to be Life Orb, mm-hmm. and so you play this weird power struggle where you need to be able to deal with the thing that they're paired with, but you also need to be able to deal with them, and you get one or the other, not both. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else have I played? You know, let's see. What was really cool on this team I played for the showdown this week? You mean besides the Ho-Oh? I mean, that's like, okay. <laughs> it's not even that spicy. It's just a big bird. It's just a big fire chicken. Let's see. Team. Big, colorful, rainbow fire chicken. Little root laddering. Let's see. What do we have here that's really cool? Oh, Encore Whimsicott. Ah. Back it to is, Whimsicott. It is so good. I have loved Encore historically. Now the fact that you don't have to worry about your opponent randomly Dynamaxing and getting around it. It's absurd. <laughs> it is fantastic. I love Whimsicott, and the fact that it has priority in Encore just means you just get to get people. Yeah, that is true. Um, yeah, everything else seems kind of right compared to what, like what we're looking at. Um, we see Tapu Lele up here in like the top twenty, top thirty. Uh, I mean, it's just typically paired with Cali's Shadow and does its thing. It's a more offensive, uh, indeedy. Which can be useful. Um, Ditto is obviously very powerful if you get to do its thing. A lot of these Calyrex Shadow teams just run Ditto. as just like, oh, it gets to be your second Restricted because you have to bring your Restricted against Cali Shadow. Otherwise, you kind of just get run over. And even if you do, it's not a guarantee. Yeah. Um, I know... Um, 
Aaron Zang was playing like offensive returnists this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you actually got to watch all those. I like, haven't got to watch any of them yet. I think I've only seen one. I believe he's putting the second one up tonight. Um, personally, I much prefer the stall tactics when it comes to returnists. But at the same time, the fact that it is able to be super offensive in a format that can punish you for playing long games. And at the end of the day, you do need to still be able to end the game. And if all you're doing is preventing your opponents from dealing damage to you, you're not really advancing your board state. Yeah. Um, so having this offensive variant of Eternatus, I think, can can be very useful. But personally, it's not the set I prefer. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's kind of sums up Series 10 right now. Everything that we thought was going to be good is good. I mean, yeah. Like, it's... I, I think the big, like, contender of things that have changed in the last two months compared to where Series 9 was, where Series 10 is now, is the the rise of uh, Landorus and Conan. The, the, the Sheer that, Force yeah, bonds. Sheer Force is very good. The fact that now uh, you have a pretty fast mon when it comes to the Landorus, and you're able to do a pretty sizable chunk to a, a non-zero mine of the format, is just very powerful. Base 101. Yep. Just fast enough to do stuff. Yep. So, um, past that, like, Landorus and Volcarona, I mean, looking here at, what, the top 9, top 10, or whatever, are the two mons that historically in the last year have not really seen a lot of play. Yep, but now they do, because now there's not giant Dynamax threats staring them down. You know, I'm actually curious how much of an impact, like, Volcarona would have made if it was in the base game, as opposed to being introduced in... Isle Armor. Uh-huh. It's like, I wonder if it would have done anything in, like, Series 1 through 4, just to have something. I mean, you could probably pair it with, like, Togekiss and do, um, like, Follow Me plus Quiver Dance and then Max and then... Or not, not even like Quiver Dance, you can just go for Fiery Dance and then like, get your special attack boost that way and then max. Yep. Which then said Sun for like Charizard or for Venusaur and then you're able to switch in on those. And yeah, it. I, I feel like Volcarona could have been good early. Like, <sighs> granted, we have literally nothing to go off of all this. Yeah. It's just pure speculation. Looking back before, like, if we had played, like, when we played in Collinsville, we were on Series 2. Like, if Volcarona was around in Series 2, I think Volcarona would have definitely been a very powerful force in that format. The, again, the big thing that, like, Volcarona has going for it now that wasn't a thing then, uh, is the lack of airstreams. The fact that everyone's not specking to have flying-type attacks on as many things as they can to outspeed you makes it hard for uh, Volcarona in those formats. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you don't have to worry about just being potentially one shot because your opponent Dynamax and needed to press advantage to be faster than you. Mm. So, like, sure, you can Quiver Dance, but when they're going to match the speed boost, it doesn't really accomplish anything. Yeah. Um, I know, like, when I mentioned Toxicroak, uh, when I did the deep dive, I was like, when did Toxicroak get added to the game? And uh, Toxicroak's been around since the base game. Legitimately, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, it is a shield exclusive. Um, Carl, I own shield. Yeah. Carl, I completed the Pokédex in this game. Uh-huh. I have a living dex of this game, and I did not know it was in it. Yeah. Uh, it is... It is a Pokémon. 
That is for sure. I am concerned. And it just hasn't done anything until now. Well, to be fair, it's toxic growth. It was a fake out mon. Yep. And it had it has quick guard and it has cool stuff like like sucker punch and other things like that. And um, it still can get super effectively. The yeah. problem is it's a physical type where its base stat lines up to be max ooze and that's not particularly powerful. Yeah. They uh, did max ooze max knuckle dirty for max moves, in my opinion. Like, they make sense. Yeah. Thematically. Well, I, I don't I don't know if Max Ooze does, but at the same time, like, what else are you going to give that attack to? Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, obviously you can't give it to fire, you can't give it to grass, you can't give it to water. All those are pretty set. Um, psychic, you can't. Fairy, you can't. Because, like, those are your train moves. So, like... It was more the fact that you can't get higher than, like, a Max 100. Uh, I know and you that's get... if you're lucky. Yeah. Like, whereas everything else is like, oh, I'm going to get rain-boosted 130 max, guys, or I'm just sitting here just like... But, Carl, they compound on themselves. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, plus one from 95. Turns I couldn't... It... I didn't even I have mean, to... I mean, that turns into, like, 142. Right? Is that right? Because you add... It's somewhere in there, because 90 would become one. 25? And that just happens to be if you're using special poison type attacks anyway. Or physical fighting type attacks. <laughs> yep. So it's just Which, like... to be fair, physical fighting type attacks make sense. Um, tell that to anything that learns Aura Sphere or Focus Blast. Okay, I will tell exactly Lucario that. Um, Raikou. And who cares? Togekiss. Again, who cares? Um... Alakazam? Not in the base game, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ready to move on to this Pokemon 25 Invitational? I'm going to be 100% honest with you, I forgot this was even a thing. Um, I know the Discord was talking about it for a little while, trying to guess who the last players were. Um, There's some pretty big notable names uh, throughout the history of Pokemon's competitive scene. Um, there's our Players Cup 4 champion there's our Players Cup 4 BG champion the 2011 Junior TCG World champion didn't know that one uh, there's Arish uh, I knew that one to be fair these ones that you're pointing out that you don't really know are also TCG players so like, well I, I knew I knew this one I can't say I do um I, I was like, I knew Alex was going to get an invite because they just, that's the most recent Players' Cup champion. True. Like, I watched them win. Uh, Rapid Strike Urshifu is nuts in TCG, let Do me you tell know, you. The big problem with it is it's weak to Calyrex, um, which Calyrex was actually the most played deck in the format, like, for the Players' Cup. I believe it made up, like, nine of the 16 players who, who played. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say the Rapid Strike Urshifu was like three out of the sixteen, and like the 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 format really was okay. You're either playing Calyrex or you're playing something that you think has a positive matchup against Calyrex. And something that a lot of the Calyrex players weren't anticipating was G Max Rapid Blow, which just does a ton of damage to the bench, which then picks up incidental KOs against you, and you're able to snowball the game that way. Yep. Um. I want to say, like, the games where you get 
one G Max rifle for a while. You just sweet. You you just usually yeah yeah. Um, but I believe there is a Celebi. I want to say it's a Celebi that like prevents damage from being dealt to your bench. It's like you just play that and now. Rapid flow literally doesn't do anything. Like, <laughs> congratulations! Now this matchup is literally a cakewalk, <laughs> blowing them up. So, uh, obviously, I don't want to discredit uh, Alex's win because he was a very skilled player, um, and I want to say he actually went undefeated against Kelly Rex in the field. So, like, has to give him some kind of credit for it. But again, knew the matchup really well. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I I don't know the TCG meta enough to be able to tell you, but what I do know is. Um, he got a little lucky, but at the same time, he also played to what he knew he was able to do. So, um, looking through some of these other names, we got Sejun Park, uh, Ryota, Wolf's on here, San- uh, Santi's on here, uh, for the VGC side, Naoto's on here for VGC, um, Paul Ru, Ru- yeah, Paul Ruiz, I cannot say the, I cannot, my speech impediment comes out when I'm trying to say these Spanish and Italian and all these foreign names. I do not miss the days of when we would do, like, top 16 or top 32 deck lists for Magic, and just, like, reading off all these names. Oh, like, yeah. The fact that we don't really have to deal with a lot of names here is kind of great. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's nice. Alright, cool. Right now, because there's not a lot of in-person events. Uh, if at any at all, you know, it's just like, all right, here's a screen name, and I can read that one. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this is this is going to be a stacked event. It looks like uh, I'm excited. I'm not sure when it starts. Um, can you tell me when it starts, Twitter? Uh, Wednesday one, August thirteenth. So this tomorrow? that's tomorrow. Well, technically the day of. Recording. I mean, yeah, we're it's, recording uh, really late compared to normal. Yeah, so it's technically starting today. Which, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been over here yawning, like, <laughs> for yeah. the last hour. I had to rub my eyes. It was It's getting bad. <coughs> I have to cut that out. I'm dying with the alone. I can tell. Oh. Anything else you want to ramble about? We got Pokemon Unite. Uh, we are doing the Zapdos Graphs Unite League. Yeah, my, my first match is actually um, tomorrow. I know I have my five stack that we're running. It's me, Tiff, uh, Howard, Evan, uh, no, Howard, um, Poppy, and did I ever get a five? I don't know. Uh, I told my players when my match, when the match has been scheduled, and whoever shows up can play. And I'll rotate him around as needed, and we'll f- just go from there. Uh, I I am currently at four. I think Kaizen's going to be able to be, the, to be in. I'm sure Evan will be up, so we'll be able to find a fifth. You'll find a fifth. Yep. You got six other players. Someone will be available, probably. Yeah. And if not, I'll pick up a free agent. Give someone their, their moment in the sun. I know there's one that's looking for a team right now. I'm sure there's a few. <laughs> well, I, I know of one they just keep, they actively are posting gotcha. every day. Gotcha, gotcha. It's like, I'm looking for a team. I'm this rank and blah, 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 blah. And I play this, this, and this. And I'm just like, I can't add you. I've got a full roster. I, I think the, the free agent thing is more for like, if you are going to be short players, then you can uh, just pick them up. They were, they were originally designed just to like to fill out rosters. Yeah. 
But I think every roster has ten people. So it's just like... I, I think very few are under that ten, ten player mark. So it's just like, those that can add people probably don't need to add people because they have a dedicated five. Yep. Uh, so... But yeah, Unite is a lot of fun still. I'm enjoying it still. Have not grown tired of it yet. I wish they had fixed some of the ranked system things. I have not enjoyed ranked, but I've enjoyed just playing. Um, the... when when I don't have to worry about how bad my teammates are and I can just play, it's it's enjoyable. My big complaint about the ranked system is they're they're focused so much on short queue times that the overall like skill level isn't equaled out. Um, you can get paired up against five-man squads very easily because that tends to be how people run in the higher ranks. It's like mm-hmm. once you hit expert, everyone's a five-man. Yeah, solo queuing at high ranks is probably really bad. I don't know. I haven't been there. Uh, I'm currently expert. I have made it to expert two and a couple pips, and then we started, and then we lost a couple games a day. I literally have not been able to make it above grade one. We'll get you there. I'm literally not worried about it. We'll get it. you there. Like, It'll all these be okay. people are like, yeah, I made it to Master. I'm like, I literally have no idea how. <laughs> Lots of playing. These people, the, the most of the players that are in the Master tier um, pretty much just play this game nonstop. Yeah. And that that's what it takes to make it to that tier is just to play it constantly all the time. It works the same way as League. Uh, it works the same way as most other MOBAs that have a ladder system. It works the same way as Pokemon. Uh, the cool thing about Pokemon is there's no, like, decay. You don't mm-hmm. go backwards once you hit Master. You just fall down the ladder farther and farther and farther down the line. Uh, like, thing, mob- like MOBAs are scary. Uh, I know once it's nice for uh, Poke- for Unite because once you hit that Master tier, I don't think you can fall out. No, you cannot. Okay. You're, you're locked in. Just so, like, just like with uh, Magic Arena, once you hit uh, Mythic, you are locked in. Uh, I know for uh, League of Legends specifically... You could fall out at any time. Mm-hmm. Decay is a thing. Like, if you aren't playing every day at the master rank, you will fall down out of master very, very quickly. Good to know. Um, it is a very poor system for leagues game. Uh, it requires you just to be constantly playing. Those only the only those that just play every day are the content creators or ath- or the esport athletes that are practicing all the time. Only those are the players you see in that master tier. For league, and that's kind of what's happening right now for Unite. But since you don't have to fall out once you make it there, and you can just stop playing, it's kind of nice. Yep, it's nice knowing that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I picked up Lucario. Well, not picked up. I'm starting to learn Lucario. I bought Wigglytuff. Seeing is great. Yeah, that was on my list of things to buy, and then I played Lucario. <laughs> Tiff, Tiff ended up buying a Snorlax. So now, like, her and I can efficiently lane together compared to, well, we're just going to do a ton of damage and hope that's good enough. We're going to oh, do... Oh, we uh... both died. How do you punch through a slow bro? You don't. That's yeah, the problem. You, you can't whittle them down because they just do too much damage because you are squishy. Um. Yeah, I picked up Lucario. It's free. It was free for week four, and I've been playing with it. And holy crap. It is very much Yasuo Syndrome from League from my old, like, grinding ranked days, where if you know what you're doing, Lucario just tears through mm-hmm. teams. Oh my goodness. And if the player picks it up and doesn't know what they're doing, they just flounder and die. Yeah. 
Um, that that sounds like me in a nutshell. <laughs> I'm gonna click this button. Oh, I died. Well, dang. Yep. Um, but yeah, Lucario's got a lot of dashes, a lot of recovery, like just incidental shields. Uh, Bone Rush is really cool. I'm currently doing Bone Rush Extreme Speed with a uh, Focus Band, Score Shield, and I think Muscle Band. I think Score Shield's probably going to be the next item I buy. Um, one of the things I figured out is Focus Band and Score Shield are like the two best items in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, float Stone's kind of whatever now at this point. Like, the movement speed isn't enough anymore. I feel like too many, like the incidental buff you get is not enough to make Float Stone worth it. I, yeah. I've kind of gotten into that same stance. Um, I think I'm probably going to end up cutting it from like Talon Flame and playing like Focus Band instead. Or, yeah, Focus Band's real good. Especially especially on these squishy mons where you're like, mm-hmm. alright, I'm at like 1% and now we dash away and now we sit under base and we get full recovered and now we get to go back out way sooner. Yep, doing the in-out things that these, uh, like Lucario, Talonflame, these speedsters can do that too. Uh, the in-and-out stuff is it's what it's what Unite's kind of starting to devolve into. It's just like quick skirmishes, try to get some chip. If you can catch your opponent out of position and pick up on it and get it quick, then you can start to push your pressure and whatnot. But a lot of it's just like sitting, waiting for the opportune moment to strike. Um, I was watching higher-ranked Ultra and uh, Master Games on mm-hmm. Twitch today, and they are actually very low-scoring games. Mm-hmm. Like, barely 300 points between them sometimes. I mean, it, it really... I know the, the games I've played like here lately, it's like, alright, we're behind. Oh, they got Zapdos. Okay, well, we're not going to play these last two minutes. Yeah, that's we, the other thing. know where this is going. That's the other thing that happens. It's like, if once Zapdos goes, if the team is already behind and they don't get Zapdos, the team just surrenders most of the time. Yep, it's like, well, we can't win. Hmm. But... I got a whole lot of nothing else today. Yeah, I'm kind of all talked out. Um, we would have had data, but we ran late today, so I don't have the data from all the rumbles and the Yeah, we weren't, weren't able to get it compiled and graphics made up and all that stuff, but I know we'll Tim's th- also working on like updating his program to make the graphics for us compared to you doing it all Yeah, like we're looking at doing that, so hopefully once we get that all figured out, we'll have cool graphics for everyone. Yep, so... Um, yeah, I got a whole lot of nothing on the way out, man. Yeah, I think this is about it. So, as always, everyone, make sure you like, comment, subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. If you're not, that link is always down in the show notes. You can go find us there. Uh, we have all kinds of stuff going up every day of the week, so make sure you go and check it out. In the meantime, make sure you go and follow us on Twitter at LR Lessons, myself at Mr. Missouri 25 call it musical, uh, musical VGC. Yep. You can find us on Twitch at Mr. Missouri 25 and at musical VGC, no, nope. musical, musical underscore thirty three. Nope, no, that's your old Twitter. Yep, you're tired. I can tell. <laughs> I, I am exhausted. Um, let's see. Discord, come and join our community Discord. It is great. That's where you can submit teams for team of the week, and we can play stuff. And you can come join Carl and I and playing Unite and tell me that I'm out. Uh, absolutely terrible. Because that's the things we forgot to announce. There's another queue on Saturday. Yes, there is. Yes, and there then is. it's it's Unite Night on a Wednesday. Yep. So be ready for all of that. Until we find something else that people want to play instead. 
right now Unite's just <laughs> something that everybody likes to play. It's fast, easy pickups. Yep. And everybody has access to it because it's free. Yep. And it's not like everyone's not playing on their Switch because they're playing Pokemon. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, website. Go and check it out. Uh, LRLessons.com is where we have updated point leaderboard for uh, the Invitational coming up in very, very short amount of time. Yeah, we're getting... Someone asked how many LRQs and Rumbles are left. There are five of each left. Sure. <laughs> yeah, five of each. It is crazy to think it is that few now. Yep. It is We've been playing is. for a while. Yeah. I'm excited to see what November brings. I, I am too, especially if we do uh, end up getting, that should be the next series right at the beginning of it. It's just like, alright, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> wild, wild west, go get them. <laughs> like, you, you think people are tired of Series 10 already because they've been playing it for so long? Those guys are going to know this format like the back of their hand. Yeah. Especially if we do get it like we did for Series 10, where we actually know it a month in advance. I'm hoping they don't. I don't think they will. I'm I'm really hoping they just, like, the week before, just, good luck. Here you go. <laughs> oh, you have a tournament this weekend? That's unfortunate. Good luck. There's a lot of money on the line for this event, and it's double elimination. Have fun. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, I don't think we've quite figured out, like, all the details and everything for that yet, but... We have two months to figure it out. Yeah, so. we got some time still. Plus, we don't know like all the end results. We'll know before the last week of August, uh, October. So I was gonna say, I'm like, we should like get a commentary team together and just like, all right, we can get like me and you and Evan. I'm like, wait, no, Evan's qualified. And Swede, oh wait, he's actually playing, so he can play. <laughs> like, um, if I remember right, Swede is in the top four in points still. Yeah, good for him. Vern is becoming like really far ahead. He's at seventy five, and I think the next closest is like fifty. I think it's fifty seven. I think it's yeah. As the crew about fifty seven, yeah. So it is big old gap. Yan is no longer in the top four. (laughs) Yan, you need to make your comeback, dude. (laughs) Time to come out of retirement, bud. Go change the colors on Discord. He doesn't need the purple name anymore. Exactly. He's not. He's not top four anymore. So. Um, I think that's officially everything. Um, uh, yeah. So, that's going to be it, everyone. Have a fantastic week, and we'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Peace.